Welcome to Dr. Dominic New Love Ality's podcast. Dr. Dominic New Love Ality is a dynamic preacher and teacher with an extraordinary depth of knowledge and understanding of the principles of God's Word. He is the founder and leader of Living Faith Ministries International Church, one church in two locations, New York and Accra. His vision is to empower each and every believer to live a victorious life through Jesus Christ, to actualize their potential and tap into their God-given talents for the purpose of edifying their own lives and glorifying God's kingdom. Dr. Dominic Newlovality is worth hearing. Father, we worship you tonight. Thank you for your mercy, your grace, your blessing. Your hand that is upon us for good. It's a day that you made for us. We chose to rejoice. We chose to be glad in it. I'm asking your blessing over your people tonight in the name of Jesus. I ask that whatever we do here, whatever we say here, will bring glory to your name. Be glorified. Be lifted up. And be magnified. In Jesus' name, let the church say amen. Amen. Before we take our seat, let's take our confession. Our confession for the for the for the day. Let's take our confession for the day. Amen. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Let's go. In the name of Jesus, I hold on to the confession of my faith without wavering. I declare therefore that daily I am growing more prosperous, healthier, victorious, and successful. I am what God says I am. I can do what God says I can do. I declare in accordance with the word of God that God is satisfying me with long life. I have more than enough in store to fulfill my assignment on earth. I am attracting favor right now. Therefore, men and women coming to me from the north, south, east, and west with their power, finances, abilities to help me to prosper. Today, I make a conscious decision to sow good seed into fertile ground in expectation of a great harvest. My family is protected by the blood of Jesus. Elohim Adonai and his angels are defending me right now. I declare that I am attentive to hear the word of God today. My life will never be the same. Let's say amen. Let's take a seat. So last week we started dealing with the subject of sowing discord last week. The demonic spirit of sowing discord that destroys good work, families, relationships. Last week, um, we from the book of Ephesians, the Bible says that endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the band of peace. The word to endeavor means to work very hard. You, uh, so we realize that maintaining unity is a hard work. You have to work very hard to, um, to maintain the unity of the spirit. And it's like that everywhere, whether it's a family, whether it's an a, a organization, a business, a church, whatever it is. Even as a person, the body, the human anatomy, you have to work very hard to maintain the unity of the body, the, your physical anatomy, because it can, it can one, when one de de decides not to function very well, it affects the whole body. If you, one of your organs decides that it's not going to work very well, okay, it will affect the entire human anatomy, and you can't do anything. 
sometimes there are members of your body that you don't even really care about very well until it starts hurting. Your toe, when your toe starts hurting, I tell you, you may not be able to go out. But your toe is one of the places you don't even think about at all. Your, your tongue, you don't think about your tongue until your tongue starts hurting. Then you realize you can't eat. Then when you can't eat, the whole body starts deteriorating. So we see the very importance of being able to maintain the unity of the spirit in every aspect and area of our lives. Then we also saw from the book of Hebrews that the Bible says that there are six things that God hates. The seventh thing is the one that sowed discord among brethren. And this is something that we need to work very hard to overcome. So let's, let's use that to refresh our minds from last week and then we start all over again today. Is that okay? Proverbs chapter 6, verse number 12. A naughty person, a wicked man, walketh with a forward mouth, a forward mouth, a destructive mouth. Uh, he winked with his eyes, he speaketh with his feet, he teacheth with his fingers. Frowardness is in his heart. He deviseth mischief continually, he soweth discord. Give me the amplify on the verse number 14. The Bible says that willful and contrary in his heart, he devises trouble, vexation, and evil continually. He, he let loose discord and sows it. He, he let loose discord. And we use the organ as an example. The organ is arranged in course. So you cannot be a good organist if you can't use the cord properly. Amen. And you can't make any meaningful sound. You can't make any meaningful sound if the organ is not playing in course. Amen. And last week we saw we have a chord, this chord, that, and C chord, and it come together to make a sound. Amen. It tells you that we can't make any good sound as a church or as a people if we are in discord. And there are people we realize from this scripture that there are people who are naughty. Okay. And, and the word naughty is coming from the fact that, you know, they are troublesome. They, 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 are, they are unruly. They are very disorderly. They are uncontrolled people. Amen. Uncontrolled people. And uncontrolled people normally are people that sows discord among brethren. Okay. So here he tells us that these people sows discord. Now let's go to the verse 15. Therefore shall his calamity come suddenly and suddenly shall he be broken without remedy. We saw that people who sow discord. Eh? People who sow discord. Mostly their destruction comes suddenly. Without remedy, you can't save them. I've seen it happen in my lifetime. People that so they keep on creating trouble. They, at one point, some of them get into car crash and they die immediately. The Bible says that they will suddenly be destroyed. And that's why we, we, we're trying to teach them because many people don't even know uh, the dangers of sowing discord among brethren. The dangers of sowing discord among family members. Sometimes you make a mistake of bringing one person into your family in the name of 
helping the person have a place to sleep. And by the time you realize it's creating problems between you and your wife, between you and your brother, between you and your sister. And by the time they walk out of your house, a whole family unit is totally disorganized and destroyed. The Bible says that those people can be destroyed without any remedy. Say amen. Give me the verse 16. Let's move. He said, these six things that the Lord hate. Okay? The seven is an abomination. And we said that uh, there is a difference between something that is hateful and something that is an abomination. You remember? Abomination is something that God doesn't want to hear it or see it. For example, God hates all sexual sins. But homosexuality and lesbianism is an abomination. That's what the Bible says. That is, it cannot be tolerated at all. There are things that God can't tolerate. And one of them is the seventh thing that we'll see here. So number one, yes, let's go. A proud look. People that look, you know, they look at you, they think they are better than you. They think they are better than you. And sometimes you look at people who are even thinking they are better than you, then you start crying. A lying tongue. Give me the amplifier. Okay. A heart that manufactured wicked thoughts and plans. Feet that, uh, that is swift into running into evil. Number two. Number three. A false witness who breathes out lies, even under oath. Eh? There are people who can swear. They will swear by the 77 gods of Abiyokuta that what they are saying is true when they, are, they haven't seen it. They can swear. And they will swear, and the way they, they will make their face, you believe that what they are saying is true. Until later on, we find out that they were just assassinating the character of another person. It happens all the time, all over the place. Can I have amen? And then the seventh one, the Bible says, He who sows discord among brethren. So we see the danger of placing yourself in a place where you start creating. A discord, you start sowing discord. Now, today we are going to talk about tearing because a, a discord sower works with a tearer. Anybody who is a discord sower is, is also a tearer. A tearer is somebody who carries stories around. A tearer is a person who carries stories around. Okay, so let's look at these scriptures and then we move on from there. Um, Okay, Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. The Bible says that death and life is in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Don't use your tongue as a, as a weapon of destruction. Don't use your tongue. Don't use your tongue as a weapon of destruction, because life and death is in the power of the tongue. Don't use your tongue to destroy yourself. Sometimes you are saying a lot of bad things about yourself. It's not going to work. I don't think this business will work. I don't think I'll come through with this. I don't think uh, I'm going to end up like my father. My father went through all these things. I'm going to do. I mean, you use your tongue as a weapon of destruction. And words are powerful. Words are powerful. Words are spirits that goes to affect anything and everything you are doing. Your words. Your words are very powerful, okay? So life and death is in the power of your tongue. So don't use your words against yourself. Don't use your words against your family. Listen, it doesn't matter how angry you are with people. Control your tongue. It doesn't matter how angry you are. 
Control your tongue, especially your family members, and just don't go about you know, saying things about your son, your daughter, your wife. Look at your face, like your father's face. You know, I'm very sorry I, I, I brought you forth. I'm so sorry. You, I shouldn't, I don't even know why I brought you forth. Look at you. I mean, I, I mean you, you say all these things and what you are not, you don't know is that you are registering this thing in the life of the person. You look like an animal. So later on, when the boy starts behaving like an animal, you don't understand. But what you did is that you spoke animalistic spirit into the boy. So your words are very powerful. You have to control your tongue. The Bible says that the one who control his, controls his tongue also controls his life. Anybody who cannot control his tongue can never control his life. Can I have amen? Lift up your right hand and say, I'll control my tongue. Come on, say amen. Words, speak words about yourself. Good words about yourself. Good words, positive words, lively words about your family, about your church, about your destiny. Amen. And, and speak good words about your church. Talk well about your church. Speak life. Amen. Don't say what you see. Say what you want to happen. Thank you, Lord. I am healthy. I am prosperous, I'm a millionaire, I'm blessed. Every work of my hand is blessed. Today, favor is coming my way. Come on here, somebody. Speak good words about yourself. Can I have amen? Proverbs 26, verse 20. Now let's deal with the tabarest tongue. A dangerous aspect of a human being is that the one who sows, sows discord or a career of tales, a career of tales. The Bible says, the Bible says, for lack of wood, the fire goes out. For lack of wood, the fire goes out. And where there is no whisperer, this is the amplifier. But the, in the King James, it says, where there is no bearer, the fire goes out. Which means that if you want to keep a, a strange fire burning in a church or in a family, you need a tabera. A tabera is the one who goes and says one thing to him and says another thing to this one and keep the fire burning. We have it on our jobs, in our offices. Sometimes you will never understand why somebody don't like you all of a sudden. How many people have experienced that? All of a sudden, somebody don't want to hear your name. Don't, I mean, the person's face have changed. And you don't understand why. All of a sudden, why is he so mad about me? There is a tabera. Somebody have lit a fire. Somebody have set a fire. And so God calls us to be fire servicemen in the church. A, a spiritual fire serviceman is the one who recognizes strange fires and turn it off. Let me say it again. A spiritual fire set me. I'm a spiritual fire serviceman. That's why I'm here tonight. Oh, I'm not here. I said, that's why I'm here tonight. Come on, put your hands together. That's why I'm here tonight. I am here to, to, to turn off every strange fire. Come on here, because it's very destructive. It is very discouraging. It destroys the image of people. It tarnishes the image. It tarnishes the, the it destroys the character of good people. It makes people who are who mean well. All of a sudden, their their well-meaning tends to be negative. It 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 drives out 
their zeal for God. All of a sudden, the zeal they have for God is quenched. You know why? Because a, a tebera have lit a fire in their heart. So the Bible says that just as well, no wood is. You know, in the villages, some of you, you behave here like you have never lived in a village before. Huh? You behave like you haven't lived in a village. Where do you come from? Which village? Don't look at my face like that because you came from a village. Agotime. Is it in the map? Is it on the map? Agotime. <laughs> you come from, from village. You are, not, you, you are not from Accra. You come from some village. Amen. Amen. My son, where do you come from? Where do you come from? Don't be, don't be shy. Just tell us. Huh? You are forgotten. You are forgotten where you came from. Okay, I'll give, I'll tell you where you came from. You came from Otibompisi. Otibompisi. <laughs> okay, so so you see, in a village, okay, they have I call it the the altar, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. You know the the three stones. And then, yes, you thank God, you know. And then you put the firewood inside, eh? And then when you put the firewood inside, then you lit it and then they put a pot on top of it. Some of you, why are you not helping me? <laughs> you know, but you are behaving like you, you don't know. You know, when did you start using gas cooker? <laughs> Amen. Are, are you here? Are you here with me? And so, and so, you realize that you put, you put, you know, they put a thing in, and as long as you keep on food, feeding it with firewood, it will keep on, it will keep on. And then when the fire is going off, you come and stand there, you do. That is how people are. That, that is how the character of a tear bearer, a tear bearer, once they see fire going off in church, they go to find the fire. They add more firewood. And so the Bible says that where there is no firewood, the fire will go off. So my job and your job is to identify the firewood and remove it so that the fire will go off. Come on, give God a better clap off. Okay, the Bible calls it a whisperer. Where there is no whisperer, contention ceases. Okay, so a whisperer is the one who come, you know. You know what I call it? A snake-like spirit. Yeah, yeah, you see? I love this. You see, every tear bearer, one of the one of the signs you see, nitru unyana netutu. But dinko kronsa sa If you don't, if it's not like this too, and it's a man, he loses weight. The only thing you see on top of his neck is a, a big head with a small body. See, you are a whisperer, and what you are doing is that you are destroying yourself. And so wherever there is no whisperer, contention ceases. And so sometimes you see a contention between two people. And sometimes that is that it is because there is a whisperer inside them. The danger of a whisperer is that when he starts telling you, please, I'm holding you in confidence. Don't let them know that I told you this. Me, I love you. That's why I'm telling you this. So that you be careful. 
Meanwhile, the same person is telling the other one the same thing. Then he set you against each other. As a whisperer, they set you against each other. Okay, and it destroys family so. I've seen husband and wife that a whisperer will come in between them, start feeding the woman. I, I know your husband is seeing this woman. Your husband is seeing this woman. One of my, my, my mentors, I won't mention the name, but he's dead and gone. One day, the wife came to the office, you know, uh, very furious because somebody called the house and told the wife that somebody brought food to the husband in the office and that the person is the husband's girlfriend. The woman didn't have the patience, ran to the office and the fire that went on that day, the pastor fell, you know, the pastor collapsed and then started like dying. I'm telling you, this is a true story. If I mention the name, it will shock you that this man carries such grace and still can go through that kind of emotional trouble at that time. When the man came back himself, he said, this, this marriage is over. Said, this marriage is over. Later, we find out that the person who was doing that was in the office. Yeah. Almost caused the destruction of a marriage. And then eventually, the interruptions of God's work in the church. A church that at that time was sitting like, I'll say 12,000 people with workers, just one person. And this is not satanical, it is human character. You see, one of the things you have to learn about this is that sometimes you are praying against this. This doesn't take only prayer. It's a human character. And that character must be dealt with. You don't pray about whispers. You deal with them. That's why you become a fireman. Fireman literally go to where the fire is and turn it off. Can I have a man? I'm not here. Can I have a man? So where there is no wood, the fire goes out. You must never forget that. Okay? You must become a firefighter. You become a firefighter the rest of your life when you are supposed to feed the flock. Okay? If you are supposed to feed the flock of God and you are not careful, instead of working, teaching, doing things to build the church, you'll find yourself as a pastor always fighting fire in church because the members are not doing their job. Okay? The job of the pastor, very easy. Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 15. He said, I'll give you pastors after my heart, and they shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. That is the work of the pastor. Another one is, is in Acts chapter 6, verse 3 and 4. He said, Wherefore, brethren, look out from among you seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business, but we will give ourselves continually to prayer and the ministry of the word. That's my job. I must give myself continually to prayer and the ministry of the word of God. But if you, if you are not doing your work as a firefighter, then I have to leave my job of feeding the flock, teaching and ministering and helping people and try to turn off fires in the church. How many people are following me so far? Are you following me? No, I'm not here. Are you following me? Amen. So, a tale bearer, a narrative that relates the details of some real or imaginary event. So when we talk about a tale bearer, a tale bearer 
is somebody who narrates stories in detail of some something that is that really happened and or something that did not happen and something that is just imagined now the truth about carrying stories around is that nothing stays the same if i come and i say to pastor michael that i saw a snake outside and the snake was a little bit long and it has some kind of a green shape a green color okay then he then he too tells this that same story to pastor deborah pastor deborah carries the same story to my son isaac now by the time the story goes to isaac it has changed you know what i'm talking about it has totally changed sometime he is not even going to mention the color the color green he's now going to say oh it was red and it was very very long by the time it gets to the back, the whole thing has changed. Okay, so career of a tale never ever tells the truth. Most of the time, the truth in the story can be just 7%. Everything there is imaginary. That's why you must never open your... You, do you know how many people leave church because they hear a tale bearer saying something that somebody said? Come on here. You know what I'm talking about? You hear, they say, ah. So they said that, this is what they said about me. This is what Bishop said about me. This is the way they think about me. You know something, I don't come back to church. Then they stop. Then you become a stumbling block. And this happens in church all the time. And that's why we need to focus on this. Because God brought me here to build, not to destroy. And it's difficult to build. It's easy to destroy. It's difficult to gather people. It's very easy to scatter people. My job is not to scatter. My job is to build. Come on here, somebody. Are you, are, are you so quiet with me like that? Yeah. The sacrifices involved, the sacrifices involved in doing what we are doing here, you, you, it's unimaginable. You can't, you can't even think about it. Okay? And sometimes people who carry tales around don't, they are not involved in any sacrifice at all. Their job is to destroy what others are building and they have a personal agenda which we shall come to it. Can I have a man? Are you, are you hearing me somebody? Okay, so that is a, whis, a whisperer. Sometimes it's just falsehood. Sometimes it's a career of rumor, you know, or a piece of gossip often malicious and untrue very malicious stories and untrue amen and and the bible have something to say about this kind of people this kind of people so let's look i believe last week we look at it i think we ended with that but let's look at it again romans chapter 16 verse 17 and 18 and then let's use the amplify he said i appeal to you brethren to be on your guard everybody say i am on my guard I'm not here to say I am on my guard. Say, be on your guard concerning those who create dissensions and difficulties and cause divisions. Okay? Be on guard concerning those who create dissensions, difficulties, and cause divisions in opposition to the doctrine, the teaching which you have been taught. I warn you to turn to turn aside from them, to avoid them. So one of the ways 
of not finding the fire is identify the, the, the career of stories and avoid them. Just separate him, your, yourself from him. Totally. Avoid them. Avoid them. Verse 18. He said, for such persons do not serve our Lord Jesus Christ. So you ask yourself, you know, and he's writing this letter to the book of Romans, a church, the church of Rome. And you are asking yourself, how can people be in church and not serving Jesus Christ? Oh, it's easy. It's very, very easy. Very, very easy for you to be here with another agenda. You know, people come to church to look for women to marry. Others also come to church to look for a wife. Others also come to church for some other means. If I tell you this, you'll be shocked. I was hosting TBN, uh, Trinity Broadcasting. And what happens is that at the end of the program, they, uh, we call for prayer requests. You know, when the program is about to end, we call for it. So the, the people will write the prayer request and bring it to us. And then we'll mention and pray for the people. And so one, one day I was hosting the program and then I had a strange prayer request. You know what it was? The person that said that brought the request, he said, pray for me. So that ch the church that I have just joined, they will make me the financial secretary. Oh yeah. I was so shocked. I mean, I look at the request and I put it down. Can you imagine? Now, so you can imagine such a person if he's in the church, okay, without you knowing why he's in the church. He's scheming his way, trying to destroy everybody who is closer by the finance. He's a, he's a bad person. He's a thief. He's this. He's so and so. He's do. He's that. And you know, and so by the time you realize he has been able to scheme his way, set a lot of fires. Some have been offended. They left. Some are angry. They left. Some didn't want to have anything to do with anything. So they leave. And then you have no choice. They have become the only option you have. You put them in charge of the money and then they squander the money. I've seen it happen many times. Yeah. So people come to church for many reasons. Now, here the Bible tells us in verse 18, for such persons, they don't serve Jesus Christ, but their own bellies and appetites. Look at it. Their own appetites and their base desires. And by in, uh, ingra ingratiating and flattering speech, they beguile the heart of unsuspecting and simple-minded people. Yeah, unsuspecting. And some of us, we are very naive, very unsuspecting. You don't, the person talking to you is very difficult for you to suspect that he has an agenda. You know, Bishop doesn't like you. You know, they don't like you in the choir. That's why they don't allow you to sing any, you know, do any solo and anything because, you know, they really don't care about you. I, I'm telling you, they even wish you left. They can feed you lies until your heart starts, you know something, if, if, they, if this is the way these people think about me, then why should I stay here for? Okay? Why should I stay here for? I'm, I, I will leave and go somewhere else where I'll be appreciated. And one of the things that the devil works very hard about is to disconnect you for, from the man of God that God has given to you to help you. Because you have to understand that every time you are asking for help, God will send you to a man of God or he will send a man of God to you and that man of God is the missing link. Let me tell you, that man of God is a missing link. God said to Elijah, I want you to go to the woman uh, uh, in Zarephath. 
go to that woman, Naaman. The young girl said, there is a man of God in, in Samaria. The, I mean, you see it uh, in, a, in the New Testament, Dorcas. They said, we have heard that Simon Peter is in Joppa. Why is it that they were praying God did not heal them? God always works through a servant. Your miracle is always connected. The Bible calls them saviors or deliverers. And sometimes you will struggle in life until you discover your deliverer. Amen. And I've said it many times, the greatest discovery you make in your life is to discover your deliverer. Sometimes you have so much potential, you have so much gift, you have so much dreams, but until you discover your deliverer, you are not going anywhere. And so the devil's agenda is to disconnect you from your deliverer by disconnecting you from the church. Because me, I'm here because of the church. So once you leave the church, our relationship is, is disconnected immediately. Can I have a man? Are you here with me? So we know that they have personal agendas. They have personal agendas. In the church of Jesus, you can't have a personal agenda. We are here to celebrate Jesus. We are here to help people. We are here to help people. Can I have a man? Okay? And one of the things that I have found out Let's go to Titus chapter 1 verse 15. 15 and 16. Am I helping somebody? I'm not. Am I helping somebody? Yeah, yeah. Whisper. Whisper. To support Bishop Dominic New Love Alities Ministry, visit www.lfmic.org slash gift to give online and lfmic at aol.com or 914217071 on Cash App. Zelle, and PayPal, or 0246471458 on MTN Mobile Money. Thank you. They, they lack around the church, they move around the church, they are looking at people, unsuspecting people, to tarnish. He has been gossiping. All the hair is gone. All the hair is gone. To the pure, I want you to look at it. Actually, let's read it together. Let's go to the pure in heart and what? And conscience. Come on, talk to me. Let's do read. You want to stand before you read? Okay, so let's read. Let's go. One go to the pure in heart and in conscience. Yes. Things are, all things are what? Yes. And then, but what? And then what? Corrupt and what? Unbelieving. Nothing is what? Pure. But the, what? Their very minds and conscience are defied and polluted. Now, and I'll, say, I'll, I'll give you a very, a very good example, okay? To the pure. When you are pure, okay, you don't think evil about other people. When you are pure and you see me talking to my daughter Zilla, we are the corner talking, you are not going to think in your mind that we are talking something bad because your mind is pure. When your mind is impure and corrupt, anytime you see me somewhere talking to somebody, you have another agenda. I'm a firefighter, so I don't hide. So, so one of my, two of my sons in church, they were talking to one of my daughters. One of my daughters I love very well. I won't mention names, so don't fight me, my daughter. I love you, okay? So, so they are talking. And then, and then, Somebody who saw them talking to my daughter called another person right here in church outside. 
and then called that person and then that person told the person, oh, I saw this brother and this brother talking to this sister. Okay, so now the other person also called the girl. What are you people talking about? In church, right here, right here. And then my daughter also was a little upset. So, so she also told the two gentlemen. That's how I heard it. And I'm waiting for the gentleman to come because I'm going to confront him. I'll confront him. But I told, the, I told my daughter, okay, is this boy your, wife, your husband or your father? Because it's one of those things. Either it's your boyfriend who is so concerned about you talking to other men, or it's your father. Even your father will not do that because your father knows that you're a single woman who wants to get married to the pure. So I'm a small boy. I'm very, very, this is when I was a small boy. Everybody said he was a small boy. <laughs> so so I, I, I'm living in Koforidua. I live with my uncle. And then my uncle's wife, the mother was alive. Every evening when they cook, we have to go and give the food. They will do the food and then we have to carry it to the other house for the grandmother. So me, I was the carrier of the food every day. So me, when I get, I get to the road, I, I would just put the food down and I look, I say, why they give this old woman a lot of meat? <laughs> and, I, and I'll pick some of the meat and I'll blow it. Now, and, I, and I, will, I will rearrange the meat. Oh. <laughs> hey, Father, forgive me. Oh. I, you know, I'm confessing my sins. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'll blow the thing and then I'll rearrange the meat nicely. Amen. And then I'll go there and then I'll, and I'll, I, I was doing that for a long time. And then one day they decided not to send me. They are sending somebody else. Okay, so the person carries the food. And then I follow the person from afar. I just followed. I'm just watching, following. I just watching. I said, I know he's going to eat the meat. And I'll tell on him so they don't send him anymore. So I'm just watching, watching. And then he carried, and then he carried the food to the old woman without opening it. Then I realized, but because I was impure, I thought everybody's like that. Do, do you understand that? So most gossipers and discourse sowers and tear bearers think that everybody is like them. So they suspect any kind of thing. They want to attach evil to it. Okay? Why? Because to the pure, all things are pure. But to the uh, impure, and corrupt, everything is corrupt. Everything is corrupt. If they keep on seeing you talking to a man, their mind will tell them that you have something to do with a man. Why? Because their minds are corrupt. And these are people that can start imagining stories. And this is why we lose people in church. Good people that God brings to do good work. We lose them because of impure and corrupt people in church. Oh, but when I get you, oh, I'll deal with you. Even if you are my grandmother, I'll deal with you. I'll deal with you, I'll deal with you harshly. I'm telling you, I know what I'm talking about. I'm dealing with a situation right now, and I'll never stop talking it, talking about it. When somebody in my house said that my, my niece, that I was paying the fees for, poisoned my food in the kitchen, it was a lie. 
I've lost my niece. They don't want to talk to me. I'm trying to do everything to solve it. But when I heard it, I didn't quench the fire. I flame it. Because I believe the liar. I've lost my niece. I've lost my auntie. They don't want to see me. That's how dangerous Tabares are. I know you don't like this message, but I don't care. Tabares. Yeah. I lost my niece. I lost my niece. I've lost my auntie for no reason. A lie. You know why? Because there are people who doesn't want other people around you. So they will do everything to destroy anybody they see coming around you. That's their job. That is their business. Are we okay? Now, give me the verse 16. And then he said, they profess they know God to recognize, perceive, and be acquainted with him, but deny and disown and renounce him by what they do. Okay? They are detestable and what? Loathsome, unbelieving and disobedient and disloyal and rebellious. And they are unfit and worthless for good work, deed or enterprise of any kind. Any kind. Anywhere you put them, they will destroy it. Any assignment you give them, they will destroy it. Those people, because you are operating under a curse. So anything they put in your hand, you destroy it. This is the reason why you must never be a tabera, carrying stories, destroying innocent and unsuspecting people, trying to quench the zeal of others that God has brought to bless them in the house of God. I'm, I know what I'm talking about. There are people who they can target somebody who is a giver in the church and warn the person from giving. I'm telling you, I know I'm a pastor. Some of them can come into your house and find a way to let you know that you can, please, keep, keep your money in your pocket too. The, the, this pastor here, you can't trust him. I'm telling you. That's why I'm very happy. We finished the church before you came. Can I have amen? Okay. I was going to talk about the simple-minded, then I would have spoken about the fool, then the wise man, but I won't have the time. So let me just move on. Okay. A tear bearer. This is what they do. They create confusion among brethren by setting one against the other and vice versa. Number two, they cause enmity among friends and family through strife. So all of a sudden, you see two people, they are not getting along anymore. Strife. Number three, they undermine systems set, to, set in place to run organizations by creating mistrust in the system. Okay, they, they undermine the system by creating mistrust in the system that is set to run the organization. Number four, they pollute godly atmospheres and block the work of the Holy Spirit. Number five, they offend others and seek to remove them from where God has planted them. Number six, they make it difficult for people to walk, to walk, to work, and to flourish in love, in harmony, and in forgiveness. They make it very difficult for you to just walk in love. Number six, they rob others of their blessings. Number seven, they remove you from your God-assigned place. Because God has a place for you. God has an assignment for you. They will remove you from that assignment. 
Number eight, they disconnect you from your relationships. Good relationships. All of a sudden, the person that you really, you, you know, you really love, all of a sudden, you don't want to see the person anymore. Hey, are you serious? Very, very serious. So this, this wonderful Jamaican lady that is helping us in church, oh, she was in our protocol ministry. She does everything. Pastor Gideon, this, this woman, you know, single-handedly will come and arrange everything. We have guests, they will do everything. Then all of a sudden, the woman don't want to see my face. Ah, I said, what is wrong? He said, he said, he said don't talk to me. Mind your business, don't talk to me. Mind your business. I said, ah, then, then she's coming to the, the church to collect every personal thing she brought there. I said, I said, what, what? Talk to me. He said, no, no, no. Me not talk to you. 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 And truly, 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 this woman that I've taken as my daughter, she has taken me as a father who can come to my house, come to my bedroom. I'll go to their house and spend hours. All of a sudden, the relationship is tarnished. Come to find out one person just told the that bishop doesn't like you. So I know what I'm talking about. And when the church starts growing, these are the things that we need to, we need to focus and we need to make sure that it doesn't work here. And me, I don't care who you are. When I find you as a tear bearer, oh, I'll deal with you. I'll bring you to the altar. I'll mention your name. I'll put your picture there. I'm telling you, I'm warning you before you do it. Because when I find you, I'll put you, I'll put you on the internet. I'm, I'm trying to tell you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. So if you don't want to be on the internet for the whole world to know the kind of person you are, please desist. And you can't touch me. Because when I start doing that, I'll have my security around me. Can I have a man? We'll not tolerate that here. Won't tolerate it. Won't tolerate disloyalty here. We won't tolerate trouble, gossipers, liars, careers of evil news. Don't tell me you are telling me, but I shouldn't say it. My brain is not a garbage can. You think my brain collects garbage? Huh? You don't want me to say it, so I carry the garbage. And then it's eating me inside. It doesn't work. They cause pain in the heart of people. People become bitter. And people become unforgiving. And then, incidentally, they put themselves in prison. Okay? They become bitter. You know what bitterness is? Bitterness is a self-administered poison that you drink thinking that somebody else is going to die. I should say it slowly. Yes, slowly. Bitterness is self-administered poison that you administer to yourself thinking that somebody else will die. So you are bitter and the person you are bitter about doesn't even know your name. Doesn't even know your name. He goes, he goes home, he goes to bed. He doesn't think about you. And you, the person's thought has filled you up. You are sick because of that person. And bitterness can dry your bones. Hear me, child of God. Most cancers are traced to bitterness. Let me say it again. The Bible call it canker. It will eat you like cancer. Most bitterness, a lot of arthritis can also be tracked huh, to bitterness and unforgiveness. Arthritis, bodily pain, 
trouble, heart palpitation can be traced. Can I have amen? I'm not here. Can I have amen? I'm not here. Can I have amen? I'm not here. Can I have amen? Okay. First Peter chapter 4, verse 19. First Peter chapter 4, verse 15 and 16. But let none of you suffer as a murderer, okay, or as a thief, or as an evildoer, or as a busy body in other people's matter. You are suffering. You are not suffering because you did something good. You are suffering because you are a murderer. You are what? You are a thief. Or you are a criminal. Or you are a mischief maker. Or a meddler. In affairs of others. Infringing on other people's rights. That's why you are suffering. The reason why you are being attacked every day. Your name is maybe mentioned every day. Is because you are a bad person. You are not mentioning your name and attacking you, persecuting you because you are a good person. You are suffering because you have so passed fringing on other people's right to survive and thrive and be at peace and do what God called them to do. Can I have a man? Are you with me? A busy body. You know who, who a busy body is? Somebody who is always busy about other people's matters. And some of them, most people who don't work, okay, they carry stories into people's homes so they can eat. So when they come to your house, they want food. Once you give them fufu, a little bit of fufu or ampesi or fetridity, they will say things. And so some of these people who are very good in tailbearing knows how to capture such individuals, bring them to their home cook for them and then their home become a place where gossip is manufactured about other people busy body Leviticus chapter 19 verse 16 amplify he said you shall not go up and down as a dispenser of gossip and scandal among your people nor shall you secure yourself as a false testimony or by silence and endanger the life of your neighbor. I am the Lord. When you read this chapter, you hear him say, I am the Lord. When he finished the statement, you say, I am the Lord. When anywhere you see God appending his name Adonai under the sentence, it means that it's a serious thing. I am the Lord. That is, I am signing it. Don't do this. A sower, a day bearer scandals framing stories about people one of the things I heard you know they said people say about the, our church they said people come to church because uh, we help them that's why they come to church and I laughed oh so we help people and so for helping people it's a crime when did helping people become a crime can you imagine when is it become a crime in helping people so I, I, I won't come to that church because when I come to that church, it's because I need help. Can you imagine? Then I said to them, I said, the reason why America is what it is, because it helps its citizens. When you are disabled in America and you cannot work, the government will take care of you. When you are an old woman, the government will take care of you. When you, you lose your job, the government will take care of you until you find another job. 
Huh? The government ensures that you will not sleep outside unless you want to sleep outside by yourself. So they create a lot of places where you can go and stay overnight. The government makes sure that there are institutions that are giving out food, oil, everything on a daily basis. Why? Because that, that is what the nation is there. That's what the nation is there. So I ask them, so which one do you like? A church that don't help the members? I said, I'm asking you a question. I said, if the church is there, oh, they were giving out rice and oil. I said, is it a crime for you to close from service and give people oil and rice? What, when did that become a crime? But that's the reason why I hear in this neighborhood, people say, oh, we won't go to the church because they are always helping people. Can you imagine? Corrupt. So let me ask you, even in marriage, are you going to marry somebody who can help you or somebody who can help you? Are, are you hearing me? You see how insane we are and how corrupt we are? How corrupt? Proverbs chapter 11, verse 13. He who goes about as what? As a tear bearer, revealer what? Secrets. But he who is trustworthy and faithful in spirit keeps a matter hidden. A tear bearer, anything you say, they are going to say it. Especially when they get angry with you. Oh, don't mind him cry. Do you know the things I know about him? Do you know the things I know about him? If I start opening my mouth, you have already started opening your mouth. You have already started opening your mouth. And he reveals secrets. As a tear bearer, you can't keep a tear bearer in confidence. The Bible says that having confidence in an unfaithful person in a time of trouble is like a broken tooth and a feet out of joint. What do you say? Having confidence in having confidence in an unfaithful person in a time of trouble is like a broken tooth. When you trust somebody, you know, who is untrustworthy in your time of trouble, it will be like kaka and it will be like somebody whose feet is broken. There are people's matter you must never get involved. Let me tell you. You know what I've learned? There are other people when they are in trouble, leave them alone. Because when you get involved in their trouble, you get into trouble yourself. You know that? So leave them alone. Why? Because they are cursed. Some of you don't even understand that it's not everybody we give money to. There are some people when you give them money, you curse yourself. Yeah. It's not everybody you take money in your pocket and give to. Can I have a man? A day bearer revealer secrets. So anybody here, you see, if you and your friend, nothing is going on. I mean, you are in good terms. Nothing is wrong with you. Then all of a sudden you start going through trouble. And when you start going through the trouble, you start revealing the things that your friend told you. You are, you are, you are a very wicked person. Very wicked. Very, very wicked. A pastor confides in me. And you know things that I know about pastors. And then they go into trouble with me. Then I start saying it. Oh my God. Okay, Proverbs chapter 18 verse 8. The words of a tear bearer as wounds. They are as wounds. Okay, they go down into the innermost parts of the belly. A, a tear bearer, they are words. They, they almost seem to say a crook. That's what the Bible says. A taberous west. It is a crow, a cool, a cool with him. It goes deep down. 
So you hear a tail bearer, a tail, tail being told about you. Otiwa no e. Most of the time, Krano, what they said he said is not even true. But because it's a bad story about you, it has entered into you and it has become a wound inside you. Read the message Bible for me. Listening to gossip. Listening to gossip is like eating cheap candy. My God, it's like eating cheap candy. Do you really want junk like that in your Do belly? Do you want junk like that in your belly? Listening to gossip, gossip. is like cheap candy. The candy is just sugar dyed in red. So what you were eating was sugar. Do you want that garbage in your belly? So can you imagine why you are sick? Because you have eaten a lot of sugar. Lies. You have opened yourself to gossip. Father, I quench every day bearer. Amen. I, I quench every day career. Amen. Every bearer of lies in this house. Whether they are here or they are not here. In the name of Jesus, we quench it. Amen. Proverbs 25, verse 23. The north wind driveth away rain, so that an angry countenance a backbiting tongue. So sometimes, the way you dig, you deal with a backbiter or a gossiper is just to be angry. Ah, why are you, why, why are you saying this about Pastor Debra? Why are you saying that? Why are you saying that? Why, why are you saying that about the brother? You, you just have to get angry forcefully and stop him and say, you know something? I'm going to tell him exactly what you said. Me, I'll, t- I'll turn my phone off. Now tell you, when people come to me in my office to, to report other people, I say, wait. I say, I'm going to record you. And I'm going to play it exactly as you said it. So if you don't want them to hear it, stop. He said, Bishop, you know something. You know, you know, okay, I'll stop. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's, that's why I quench gossip. So me, it's difficult for people to come into my house or my office to talk about other people. Oh, yeah, I will stop you sharp. I'll stop you sharp because I've, I've been in the ministry for so long and I've lost good people, very good people because of gossip. Strong people. Help us in the ministry. I know one of these days when Doug is preaching here, he'll, he'll share some of the examples with you. Some people that were helpers, we brought them to Ghana many times and just a gossip, one gossip. They don't even want to pass where the church is anymore. Can I have amen? So you have to be very aggressive. Firefighter. You have to be a firefighter. Okay, Romans chapter 14 verse 19. 1 Peter chapter 3 verse 10 to 11. Romans chapter 14 verse 19. He said, so let us then definitely aim for and eagerly pursue what makes for harmony and for mutual upbuilding, edification, and development of one another. Let, this is what we have to aim at. Okay? For we must aim at this. First Peter chapter 3, verse 10 to 14. Let's all stand together. Give me the amplifier. Let's all read it together. One go. Yes? For let him who wants to enjoy what? Come on, talk to me. Who wants to enjoy what? Who wants to enjoy life and do what? 
see good days. Huh? So he's, he's saying that if you want to enjoy your life and see good days in your life, okay? He said, do what? Keep your what? Keep his tongue from what? Free from what? Evil and his lips from what? Guy, treachery and the and what deceit. If you want to live long, that's what he say. If you want to live long, you want to see good days, prosperous days, enjoy your life. I want to enjoy my life, brother. I want to enjoy my life. It's my future. I want to enjoy my life. I want to have the best of life. I want to have the best of cars. I want to have the best. Am I talking to somebody here? I want to have the best of everything. And God says, if I want to have the best of everything in life, enjoy my life and live in peace this is what I need to do keep your tongue in other words anybody that uses his tongue huh, for evil you will never see good life I see it happening to people all the time you will suffer you will never see good days but message bible yes it says whoever wants to embrace life anybody want to embrace life and see the day fill up with good magadaya mahaya yes a what? day a day filled with what with good his days filled day with, with what good good, good. Here, good life says, good food he said here's what you do this is what you nothing. do says say nothing evil I say nothing evil or hateful or hateful snob evil Snob evil. Cultivate good. Cultivate good. Run after peace. Run after peace. For all you are worth. For all you are worth. I have too much worth. And Bishop, he says that. Yes, give it to me. God looks on all this. God looks on all this. With approval. With approval. Listening. Listening. And responding well. And responding well. To what he asked. To what you he asked. To what you ask. This what about this is Bible. So you see why people come in church, they are speaking in tongues, they are speaking in tongues, and they still operating under curses. And he says that but he turns his back on those who do evil things. Yes. And one of the evil things we are talking about is becoming a taberer. I want to see good days. Let me tell you, me, Bishop Paloti. There is, it will never happen for me to grow older and be sitting in a wheelchair. It will never be my portion. Listen, I will never sit in a wheelchair. I will never be going like this. No, 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 no. I will never lose my mind where I can't see my grandchildren. I can't see my grand, my, my great-grandchildren. I can't recognize. I can't enjoy my wife. I can't enjoy. No, I can't enjoy the fruit of my labor at my older age. That is never my portion. Am I talking to somebody here? Amen. It's never it's somebody responding to me. It's not my portion. Not my That's portion. not my portion. Not I my refuse portion. to work so hard for the kingdom of God. Jesus. And then at my old age, Age. Mm. So I tell them in church, I said, at my old age, when you see me with a hat and then a cane, it's not because I can't walk, because it's a style for old men. <laughs> Come on. I will never, God forbid, my days are good. Moses, 120 years, he was still climbing uh, mountains. Not 
natural eyes. Oh. I will never, me, I have determined not to wear glasses. Hey. I will never wear glasses. At the age of 80, 90 years, 120 years, I will never wear glasses. Amen. I want my two eyes. I don't want four. I want two. two Are you hearing me? I want to have good days. People who meddle with other people's matters normally don't have good life. Every day you are destroying people. Every day you are talking against people. You see good meaning people are trying to do good things. You want to destroy them. Good days. I want good days. I want to be at peace. Good days. I told them me I will not even retire. I won't, God forbid I won't retire. Other people be doing the church work. Every day I'll be in church. And when I sit down, you are talking and you are talking garbage. I'll say, listen, the, the message, that is not what the Bible is saying. Turn it around quickly. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll always be in church. Come on, give God a praise. Yeah, give God a praise. Yeah. To support Bishop Dominic New Love Alities Ministry, visit www.lfmic.org slash give to give online and lfmic at aol.com or 914217071 on Cash App, Zelle, and PayPal, or 0246471458 on MTN Mobile Money. Thank you. I've always been church. Every day I'll be in church. So now, so I want you to keep this in your mind. Anybody who carries evil news around will never have a good life. If you forget anything I've said tonight, don't forget this one thing. If you want to have good days, better life. If you want your future to be better than your today, you want to live well, healthy, healthy, successful, prosperous, joyful, enjoying your life traveling back and forth, going to Switzerland for the weekend, amen, having the best of food and come back Sunday night. Come on here, somebody, amen, live well. I mean, use your tongue well, use your tongue well. Use your tongue well. Don't use your tongue as a weapon of destruction, destroying good meaning people, relationships, fellowships. Don't do that, don't do that. It's a dangerous thing. This is Bishop Dominic Nilav Aluti. I approve of this message. And I am your friend. Come on, give God a clap of. Say amen. I want you to go to somebody and say, Me, I want to have a good life. I want to enjoy life. Say, I want to enjoy life. So I will use my mouth well and my tongue well. Come on, go to about seven people right now. Come on. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.lfmic.org today for more information about the ministry of Dr. Dominic Alati. For more video and audio messages, find us on YouTube at Conquest TV and Dominic Alati Ministries and Living Faith Ministries International Church on Facebook for more information on our upcoming programs. Follow us on Living Faith Rima House Ghana on Instagram and please subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. Subscribe also to our YouTube channel for live service and many more. God bless you.